Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another podcast with your uh, host, Richard. And Jenny. And、uh, yeah, this is the Fish Flip Podcast. And today we have a very special topic for you.、Uh, we are going to be talking about imposter syndrome. Now, what is imposter syndrome? Let's see. It's an internal experience of self doubt in a person's competence, most particularly in intelligence. And achievements. There's a little bit of element of professionalism. Perfectionism. Perfectionism, thank you. And the、uh, otherwise social context, say like minorities,、um, you know, in a large group.、Mm, feeling like you're different from others. Exactly. So, yeah, boiling it down, basically feeling like a fraud, a person with a mask on pretending to fit in、mm-hmm. where they are. This was identified by. Pauline Rose Clance and Suzanne Imes, roughly more than 40 years ago. These two are social psychologists, I believe. And yeah, it's,、uh, it basically affects every age, age groups and affects across genders.、Mm-hmm. It, is, it is now, though, found to be more proportionally、uh, towards minorities、mm-hmm. um, currently. So this seems to be what's going on. Yeah, in, the,、uh, in those kind of groups. This is the trend we're seeing recently. Whereas in the 70s, when they first started studying this, it was most common in women, which makes sense because at that time they were. Yeah, it was a new women's rights kind of type of a change of、mm-hmm. uh, yeah, social context. <laughs> And now men, women, everyone, especially minorities, experience this. So, what we read from the International Journal of Behavioral Science. Uh, it is estimated that 70% of people will experience this at least once in their life. So, calling it a syndrome kind of downplays its universality.、Mm. Yet, it's not a mental illness. And it's not an illness either. No, no. So,、uh, it should be also noted that it's not exactly tied to depression,、Mm-mm. but rather it may lead to changes in levels of anxiety, which is what. Is tied to depression that way. So, in, in, in its own, it's not a cause of depression.、Um, I, I believe we were looking around previously trying to figure out what and why、mm. imposter syndrome exists.、Um, and I found that it is due to this,、uh, I guess you call it a social phenomenon of pluralistic ignorance. Which sounds like a really juicy topic we can dissect later on at another podcast. Most people believe, so, you know, being affected by pluralistic ignorance, most people believe this feeling of self doubt,、mm-hmm. so this feeling of、uh, imposter syndrome, as applying only to themselves.、Mm-hmm. Since most of them go through these kind of syndrome not knowing how hard their peers、uh, have had to work or how difficult their peers have found tasks. That, you know, that they are facing themselves.、Mm-hmm. Um, so, their level of self doubt is not curbed by any means of measure or a benchmark of what、mm-hmm. happens with their peers.、Mm-hmm. Um, It's hard to measure who feels more like an imposter. Exactly. So, yeah, so this pluralistic ignorance is just the not understanding、mm-hmm. of that,、uh, that idea or that, you know, of what's the truth. Is behind their、uh, own、mm. level of self doubt、mm. and you know, why it's being caused、mm. to, be, uh, to be that way. I have、uh, 
I think one problem that leads into imposter syndrome is kind of like not appreciating your own accomplishments.、Mm-hmm. So you know, everybody has their strengths, and you know, just for example, if somebody else has a strength in a topic that you're not very good at,、mm-hmm. um, it doesn't mean that you're an imposter when you're working on that, you know, on that topic,、mm-hmm. or you try to learn more about the topic. It is just you trying to improve yourself and try to grow.、Mm. Yeah, and everyone experiences this when they join a new club or start a new hobby. You go to the center wherever the club takes place, or even like a knitting circle, let's say, and everyone's really good at knitting. And there you are sitting at the circle, squished between two grannies who have fifty years on you, feeling like I don't belong here because I can't. Knit. Who are you? <laughs> I can't knit a sweater and socks. All I can do is the scarf, and even that's crooked. Like everyone experiences this when they start、yes. something that's unfamiliar. I remember back in high school, I joined a crochet club for a while. Cool. And I and I really tried to learn.、Um, I got some some of those、uh, knitting pins. Needles. Needles. Sorry. See. <laughs> you fraud. <laughs> <laughs> and I tried to pick up on it, and、uh, yeah, I, I learned quite a bit.、Um, and of course, I had a sense of like I. I'm not, you know, I'm no expert in crochet, or I don't have any qualification. These people are like way out of my own kind of type of group of folks that I would hang with, and it just seems so alien to me、mm-hmm. to be a part of it.、Um, but yeah, luckily it it was very welcoming, and、mm-hmm. uh, everybody's w- was very helpful in the group. Yeah, and、uh, yeah, I was able to to make something out of it. And I actually, I believe I needed a scarf if I re- recall、Excellent. correctly. Yeah, it was a long time ago, but you know, I I joined. I for the most part of it, I joined to kind of like get a new experience、mm. to kind of meet a group of people.、Um, and I think maybe it's mostly that mindset of trying to just improve that,、uh, you know, resulted in me not feeling like an outsider,、mm. along with the fact that. People were very connect, connecting. I guess they they were very open. Yeah. Right.、Um, Because the、so、other people don't think that you're a fraud. They don't think that you don't belong. Because I think humans, I read naturally, default、yeah. to truth. I read that in the book that you're lending me, talking to strangers by Malcolm Gladwell. Malcolm Gladwell. Yeah. People default、Great、to、author. truth. So if you say I'm a knitter, I'm in the knitting club, they will not assume that you're lying or that you're an imposter. Because why would they? <laughs> Takes so、yeah. much more effort to assume that. That's fair. Yeah.、Um, yeah. You, people generally are trusting unless unless proven otherwise,、yeah. right? So their default to truth is yeah, default in trust. Yeah. What's another symptom?、Um, now, okay. Imagine this.、Uh, tell me if this sounds like you. This may or may not sound like you, but.、Um, Imagine you're back in school, and you got a really good grade on like an assignment, and all you can think to yourself is, "Great, I finished this assignment."、Um, where you could have been thinking, "Hey, you finished an assignment and you gained a great deal of experience.、Uh, you're more wise in a certain topic."、Uh, so instead of appreciating this new found knowledge and wisdom. Um, you kind of just focus on okay, what do I have to do next? You're 
off on the next pursuit mm-hmm. immediately and you don't celebrate your achievements. Mm-hmm. This is, is this indicative of any of your past years? It would depend on the class, but I would say as a student, we're quite busy. So we tend to look at our grades and if mm-hmm. they're satisfactory, think, okay, great. Maybe I fooled the teacher that time and then move <laughs> on to the next one. Um, but for the courses that I truly enjoyed, yeah. I would think, yes, I'm a better writer. I'm a better insert blank here. Um, but yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. And I understand like a lot of times we can be very busy with our tasks because we often deal with more than one issue at a time. Um, but I think one part of that is just that the imposter syndrome issue is just that we don't reflect on what we have accomplished uh, enough. And sometimes we don't even reflect on them at all. Um, and that may be in part due to the fact that it may not be a topic that you're interested in. Um, but yeah, and that also comes out to where we need to kind of recognize our own strengths a little bit, um, our strengths and maybe our interests. But, you know, to to kind of actually think about in your interest and in your strength, what you've done and how to reinforce your learning um, and the amount of your accomplishments really help against, you know, that feeling of self-doubt that you would have. Mm. So yeah. reflecting on your accomplishments is one way to combat imposter syndrome. That's right. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I agree. <laughs> um, okay, so here's another one. Do you feel the need to be the most qualified person in the room in, say, your industry, right? What, whatever your profession is. Mm. Uh, if there's another person that's more qualified than you or way more qualified than you, do you feel like your own knowledge and opinions it, are, like, unimportant? Mm, a little bit I would say that I used to feel like I always had to be the most knowledgeable staff member and that I wanted to know the most I wanted to be the one that had all the answers but and yeah and so if someone else had a better answer than me I would feel a little bit like oh I'm not good enough I need to read more I need to study more about this um but Recently, I've been getting better at that. I've been feeling okay about not knowing everything. Yeah, and I think the issue is that people cannot demand to know everything at all times. Um, that isn't that isn't that just not technically anybody's job. Mm-hmm. Um, somebody may know more uh, in a certain field than you. Um, but they may have had more time in that field. Yeah. So you have to give credit to that element. Um, and you, you know, you, if put in the work, will gain the same amount of knowledge and you can see them as a mentor mm-hmm. who can provide you that information that you need rather than feeling like, oh, because I lack information, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm a fake. Um, because you haven't had that chance yeah. or time to mm-hmm. go through what you need to learn. Mm. um yeah so that's uh that's i think that's another one Mm. that uh let let leads people to kind of uh yeah raise their level of self-doubt yeah and feeling like you must be an expert on everything in some ways can actually be a roadblock to learning 
Because then yes. if you feel like you must be the expert and you view other people as lesser as experts, you might not listen to what they have to say when you close yourself off to new and learning. Yeah. Right? If that's the case. Um if you feel like you need to seem as if you are the expert, you mm-hmm. cut off that uh that kind of um outlook or that kind of uh, mindset that oh there is more for me to gain uh from learning from other people and if you see yourself as being the top and there's nothing more then you know if that day ever comes where you do learn something that you didn't know or you're proven wrong you most definitely will feel like an imposter because Mm -hmm. you thought you knew it all and you Mm self-proclaimed experts Mm -hmm. didn't catch on to something Mm -hmm. yeah and yeah so i think just again that mindset i think it comes back to that mindset again having a growth mindset really proves to be useful Mm -hmm. to better yourself and also curb this imposter syndrome that everybody (laughs) seems to keep getting (laughs) okay um yeah so a lot of people with uh, imposter syndrome also agonize over smallest mistakes or flaws in their work. Um, they like to attribute their success to outside factors mm-hmm. um, or luck, for example. Um, they're sensitive to constructive criticism. Mm-hmm. And this everybody has to be honest with themselves here. And it could be a very sensitive thing to you know offer criticism sometimes for, for a few people. Yeah. And it, it may be hard to maybe hear from somebody. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I would say sometimes you, you've, you know, you, when, who you see as your peer, when you hear them criticize you, like it's, I guess sometimes it, it could take people by surprise too. And they may not be expecting it. But it's um, constructive criticism. Yeah, exactly. So like something that is meant from an unbiased, unobject, like, unsubjective just an objective Objective. in an objective Mm -hmm. sense they're trying to provide you an opinion that may help you in whatever you're facing and sometimes the constructive criticism is not constructive and actually whoever is giving you the criticism doesn't know what they're talking about but that's a different topic (laughs) (laughs) is this from an experience at all or i have been that person probably many times giving the what was about the uh constructive criticism but actually yeah. maybe not knowing exactly what i'm talking about and i have received everyone has received bad advice and everyone has given bad advice yeah i think the important thing is to just actually consider the advice before brushing it off or letting it completely soak in mm. um it is always sensible to kind of review what people are saying mm. rather than write it off now, uh, another element uh, of people with, with imposter syndrome is uh, they downplay their achievements. Yeah, yeah. So I read that anyone who feels like they have or they are experiencing imposter syndrome, they aren't able to internalize and own their successes. They mm-hmm. just aren't able to say, I did that. I did a good job. Yeah, downplay. and you have to mark it down for yourself and remind yourself why you believe you know a certain topic Mm -hmm. so Um, all of your points they relate to what is it five different types of imposter syndrome yeah so i believe uh dr valerie young um 
wrote a few books on this, and uh, she talked about some specific characters of uh, imposter syndrome. Mm-hmm. Uh, these kind of personalities are uh, as follows: they're uh, perfectionists, mm-hmm. the person who has to get everything right, or if they make uh, make a mistake Broad. or flaw, they're apparently not <laughs> not the real thing. Um, the second one is the superwoman or superman, the personality who has to be constantly working and outworking their peers, mm-hmm. or they are not fraud. A real deal. <laughs> second, <laughs> and then we have our third one, uh, the natural genius, the one who is just so talented. They can get any topic down. They can learn any subject quickly, and if they don't know what topic and they can't learn it in a short amount of time, they're fraud supposedly, and are not able to actually put in the time and learn a certain topic they're probably not familiar with. Um, and then we have the fourth personality, the soloist, uh, the person who has to. Accomplish everything on their own without the help of others. God forbid they get the help of others. Fraud. Otherwise, they're a fraud.、Um, and then we have the last personality, the expert, the person who believes that they need to know everything. And if there is a topic that is brought up that they don't know about, they get the sense of imposter syndrome and this level of self-doubt.、Fraud. And they supposedly become a fraud. <laughs> so these are the five, I guess,、types. probably yeah, most prevalent types of、uh, personalities、yeah. for imposter syndrome.、Um, and I guess I I would say though I would like to add in there though that being a minority itself is maybe a different kind of imposter syndrome. Yeah.、Um, just being in a group where everybody's maybe a little bit different from you.、Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So like. I would say, speaking from personal experience here, you know, coming to Canada, that in itself, when I was living in different society completely, I had totally different beliefs when I came here.、Um, I wanted different things and I had different ideals,、mm. and just seeing everybody else,、uh, I totally felt like an imposter.、Mm-hmm. You know, and very, I'm very grateful that I found the kind of communities that I did.、Um, Being able to commingle with people that have similar beliefs to you、uh, really help you transition into a society,、yeah. and I'm very thankful for that.、Mm. Um, but yeah, like the important thing is there that you 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 go find a source to connect with. You find others、uh, who、yeah. may share this kind of like situation、mm-hmm. with you,、um, or even just talk to someone else who who may have like an imposter syndrome of their own. Maybe、yeah. another topic, but you know it's all about. Feeling like you're the odd one out. You're not the real, real deal.、Mm-hmm. Um, like for me, it was not feeling like I'm an actual Canadian,、mm-hmm. <laughs> even though you know I've lived in Canada at that point in time.、Mm-hmm. Uh, after I came to Canada for like a couple of years, I that feeling stayed with me for a long time.、Mm-hmm. I will, I will have to say.、Um, but yeah, and you know what? Eventually, I learned.、Um, yeah, it's it's you are who you are.、Mm-hmm. And、uh, yeah, you you will come to grow and learn other people's perspectives, and you'll see many people who gone through that imposter syndrome,、mm-hmm. and just know that you are you,、mm-hmm. and you're not a fake. <laughs> yeah, I know. No one is a fake. And if you're like, if you do feel like an imposter, 
in that kind of sense, in that kind of sense of imposter syndrome, um, perhaps you may be in a different type of uh, friend group than than the type of uh, social group that you probably looking to be with, truthfully. Mm. Yeah, that could be another. They do yeah. say that imposter syndrome is it's imposter syndrome is reduced greatly when you mm-hmm. feel that you are similar to the people around you. Yeah, so that's uh, and all of that makes a lot of sense, right? Yeah, it does. Being in a different group than the one you're probably truthfully uh, more aligned with, right? Mm. My truthful opinion is that I think imposter syndrome kind of comes from um, a level of not understanding yourself as well. Um, people who don't know themselves very well uh, often end up in in places, uh, maybe doing certain things that they don't really align with, and they may get that sense of the imposter syndrome just from the bare fact that you know they haven't really found their own kind of personalities and the kind of person that they want to be um and being in that state of mind you may be doing things foreign to what you truly want i don't agree with that yeah because like I mentioned earlier, there's a really famous author, Maya Angelou, mm-hmm. and she's written 11 published novels, successful mm-hmm. novels. She still feels that imposter syndrome before she starts a book, as if, you know, this time they're going to find her out that she's not really a writer, but of course she is a writer. And even myself, I know I'm a baker and I love baking, but when I first started work at my new job, I felt like I don't belong here. I'm just faking. I'm just, you know, yes, I know how to do the things while figuring out how to do things. I think what I was thinking in terms of that, because um, it, it seems to me like the Maya, that author, for her, um, her imposter syndrome comes or stems from a level of like professionalism that she doesn't believe she's a writer, even though she is successful. Mm. Um, for me, it's more along the lines of like a personality thing, like, oh, do I belong in this personality, um, sphere or am I this type of person? Um, maybe a little less to do with like professionalism, right? Competency or something along the lines of that. Uh, but more to do with it, it, to put it in a playground sense, it's like, you know, who you're hanging with, you're, you think you're in a punk group. Um, but maybe you're not really a punk personality deep down inside. Maybe you're more of a homebody, right? Mm-hmm. You're more warm and generous uh, type of personality. Um, things like that, I think, is what I was thinking about. Uh, yeah, so like not knowing yourself yet and maybe what you like and just going with what people like. Hmm. I would... Hmm say that that could be a type or a symptom for some people yeah um but yeah so like that you know what that's that's just my opinion (laughs) um now like it's it's i think it's one element that contributes to people's uh sense of uh being an imposter yeah i think when you're younger yes Mm -hmm. definitely exactly and as people grow older they've they learn a lot more about themselves they're a lot more in tune with um the kind of comfort that you know that they're in and who they are most comfortable to be but i still think you experience this at all different ages and stages of life Even most definitely if you yes. know yourself you <laughs> yeah. can still feel like 
you know, like the uh, the perfectionist sense of imposter syndrome or yeah. the yeah. Superman sense. Yeah. Which one of those five do you think you identify with the most? Hmm. Or maybe uh, none. Maybe I will say. You know what? Most people identify. From what I've read, most people identify with a couple of them. Mm-hmm. Um, it's yeah, it's it's not uncommon to be you know falling under multiple categories here, um, and it's I think it's actually rare that if you don't identify with any of them, because at some point, because like we were saying, seventy percent of people experience this, so mm-hmm. it's either either in one element or all in all five personality categories. You know, uh, for me personally, it's mostly the perfectionist at this point Mm. um i would say actually let's be full here uh the perfectionists the soloists the experts oh my god i think i've been through all five of them (laughs) i'm a total fake yeah it's 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 mostly i guess in my uh in my job day-to-day job and I think that makes the most sense as to where I would have experienced this. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm very comfortable on my own mm-hmm. these days, you know, uh, if only for like, say, when we're doing professional work, mm-hmm. you get an odd sense of this now mm-hmm. and then, right? Yeah. Yeah. I want to know who the 30% of people are who never go through experiencing imposter syndrome. Where are you? <laughs> Imagine you like They're sitting content. on some fat pillows, just little <laughs> cherubs of contentment. <laughs> maybe, yeah, maybe they know. The world is grand. Yeah, they know about all this kind of stuff and they're just blissful. Oh, I guess narcissists wouldn't experience it. Maybe yeah. in some yeah. aspects. Anyways. Like, what about those personality types that can set their own level of standard? So, you know, instead of, like, feeling like you got self-doubt because you're not meeting a certain standard, mm-hmm. what if they're just not meeting your standard? <laughs> Are you raising Raise the, the roof? roof? Oh. No, raising it up so I can drop it. <laughs> not funny. <laughs> That's a workout. <laughs> oh, fraud. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks. Um, and yeah, for all of you out there, even Albert Einstein described himself as an involuntary swindler. Um, so, you know, can you believe this? The father of modern physics, the person who invented E equals MC squared, <laughs> uh, didn't feel like his work deserved praise or attention into that kind of a feeling. Um, yeah, and it, the imposter syndrome is a false insecurity right it stems from beliefs that are not grounded mm-hmm. and rooted it's an assumption of other people mm-hmm. that you make um that is not tested by truth and i would tell you because everybody or almost everybody experiences this that they're all going through some level of you know their own obstacles and maybe you're just going through a different type of obstacle than they are mm-hmm. right um but that doesn't make you an imposter. It just means everybody's going through the process mm-hmm. of learning and growing. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> um, this is also known, if you remember, as the pluralistic ignorance. So keep in mind a pluralistic ignorance. One more time. Um, say that one more time. <laughs> I had a lot of trouble trying to say this Say it three times fast. Plural- plural- Fraud. <laughs> pluralistic ignorance. 
<laughs> what a fraud. Yeah. So don't let your mind trick you into thinking locally. Reach out. Talk to others. Um, you know, recognize your expertise. Adopt a growth mindset. Um, remember, nobody's perfect. You're allowed to ma- make mistakes as well. You should make mistakes. If you're not making mistakes, you're at the end of the road. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, agreed. Um, okay, well, uh, I want to give a quick shout out and thank you to Elizabeth Cox. Um, she is an educator on YouTube. Uh, I learned quite a bit about imposter syndrome from her. Um, she also has a lot of other educational videos that uh, you know you may very well learn a lot from um, if you'd like to tune into her. And yeah, and she's this is, not sponsoring this podcast. She's not sponsoring this <laughs> podcast. I'm just wanting to give some credit. And she is not watching you. this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> But, you know, if she does, that, that wouldn't be too bad. I, I'd be happy, like, if, she, you know, if she saw this and, uh, you know, and kind of thought to herself, wow, I am making impressions on people. I'm not a I'm fraud after people. all. <laughs> Maybe she's going through it again. Yeah. Imposter syndrome, you know, mm. everybody. Uh, so, yeah, this has been another uh, Fish Flip podcast. Thanks for uh, tuning in. And uh, as always, I'm Richard. I'm Jenny. Thank you. And Thank we'll you. see you next time. Bye-bye. Yeah.